Well, good morning, Community Heights. I have two friends with me this morning. This is Jason. This is Eric. I'm going to let them introduce themselves properly in just a moment. But I just want to point you for a minute to Acts chapter 1, where it says in verse 5, for John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So, Two things that I notice in Acts chapter 1 is that when Jesus went back up into heaven, he didn't take us with him. He left us here. He not only left us here, but then he rejoined us through his spirit poured out upon us in Acts chapter 2. Also referred to in the scriptures as the spirit of Christ. And so Jesus kept us here and filled us and calls us his body for a reason. What is that reason? Jason, what is that reason? I know we didn't practice this, but... Oh, I feel so on the spot. Um, to go and make disciples and to be witnesses. All right. To be witnesses because he says that in a couple verses down, he says, uh, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in here in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So one of the things that the Alliance, our denomination, is built on is this great commandment and great commission, not just to love God, but to go and to make disciples. So I met these guys some months ago, and I I met Jason first, I don't know when I met him, but I met him at some point, and then I met Eric recently too, and Eric was sitting at a banquet table, and we were, had just eaten, and then this program was going to start. And I went over to the table and I knelt down next to his chair and I got in his ear and and the program had started, whatever it was, had started. And I'm telling him, hey, tomorrow you and your buddy are going to meet with me and we're going to do a, we're going to record together. That was, I don't even think I gave you my name, I'm not sure, but that was our introduction, right, to each other. So we talked uh, this past spring and these guys are planning a church. They're making disciples and we decided that Kansas City, Missouri is not the ends of the earth, not even Samaria, but we'll call it Judea. So if this is Jerusalem for us, Kansas City, Missouri is Judea. These guys are going to plant a church, an alliance church in Kansas City. In fact, you've lived there a week, you've lived there a month, you're not even, you're probably neither one of you are unpacked yet. Completely. No, 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 no that never course. happens. Jeff. That never happens. Okay. So, um, so I asked them to come because I wanted you, I wanted this church family to understand what the alliance is about and what we're doing, not uh, not uh, not just around the world and in other countries, but what we're doing right here in our region. Because ultimately, our church has to be a part of partnering with other alliance churches within our district to plant more churches. Is this the first Alliance Church in Missouri? It is. Uh, not the first ever, but uh, this is the first one currently right now. Yeah, the only. So there's not a... There, did you know there's not an Alliance Church in Missouri? Yeah. Is there? No, you knew it. You knew it. Okay, yes, you knew that. Okay. So these guys are going to be a part of planning one. So guys, introduce yourselves, tell them who you are, tell them a little bit about your family and just a little about your ministry history. Yeah, great. Uh, My name is Eric Carpenter. I actually grew up in a small town in Missouri called Warrensburg, Missouri. If anyone have heard that before, uh, that makes one of us, I guess. Um, And um, 
uh, I, I was raised um, with a military background. My father uh, was in the military, retired, Whiteman Air Force Base, uh, which is like 30 minutes away from Kansas City. Uh, so my dad has some roots in Kansas City. His whole family was born and raised there. He's got 12 brothers and sisters. Uh, and so reluctantly, they were able to move back there. I was raised there. I love Kansas City. Any Chiefs fans? In the, there we go. Chiefs fans, good Royals. Um, yeah, bo- and, both of them, Eric. Yes, both, both of them. That's good. Um, and, um, yeah, so I've lived in Missouri for about uh, 13 years of my life. I moved away, uh, went uh, overseas as a missionary for a couple years, um, and then I served as a missionary for another four years, actually stateside. And then for the past seven uh, to eight years, I've actually been in Omaha at Christ Community Church. Uh, that's where I met my wife. We've been married for four years. Uh, we've got three kids under three, so be praying for my mother-in-law and my mom right now uh, as we're not home. Um, and so, but it's been great. Um, th- this is the best time to, to, to church plant, uh, when you have young kids like this, uh, and move away from everything that you've ever known as far as from my wife. She's from born and raised and near Omaha, uh, Nebraska. Uh, but, um, it's something we feel God, God has called us to. We're excited and we're so happy that we're there now. And so, um, yeah, just continue to pray for us and pray for, pray for our kids. Uh, Jason Wilson and, um, Jason Wilson, you guys hear me better? Um, so I was born and raised in the St. Louis area and uh, grew up a good church kid and went off to a Bible college where I decided to drop out and uh, not really follow Jesus for quite a while, um, which was, you know, God's used that, but um, difficult time in my life. Uh, came back uh, to following Jesus because uh, of his grace and his goodness towards me. Um, ended up um, getting involved with the Alliance, and uh, my roommate in Bible college was part of the Alliance, and as I pursued that, I was there was nothing in, in St. Louis, nothing in Missouri, so I was dating my wife at the time. I ended up uh, meeting with the assistant to the district superintendent of this district here, and he said, uh, well, what, what do you want? And I said, I just want to be mentored by an older pastor. And he said, well, I had a guy tell me this week, he feels like God wants him to mentor a younger guy for ministry. So I ended up going to Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, got married shortly after that. My wife's from Columbia, Missouri. And uh, we also have a, a couple kids. I've got a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and two three-year-olds. So um, Eric only has three kids. I have four kids. So um, we have a little competition. Just wait wait a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. So Eric adds to his family. We doubled ours. So um, So, there is a... Wait wait a minute. Wait a minute. How many times has your wife been pregnant? Three times. How many times has your wife been pregnant? Well, we could say three times with... Well, let's just say three times. Yeah. Okay. Now you're even. Okay. (laughs) So she had two kids in one pregnancy. More fruit. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Eric's right. It's a great time to, to try to move and plant a church when you've got uh, a lot of young kids. So uh, seven between the two of us. But then uh, we ended up in leaving Lincoln, went back to Missouri for a short time. And then after that, I ended up pastoring a church in um, Pitts, just outside of Pittsburgh for four years. Uh, we began to feel God calling us back to the Midwest because if you've ever spent time out east, and if you've ever spent time in the Midwest, you know God's presence is better felt Amen. here Amen. Um, in God's country. So we ended up going to Iowa, uh, Council Bluffs, where we did a year uh, church planting residency uh, as we were kind of navigating, feeling like God calling us to plant in Kansas City, 
Columbia, or St. Louis. Um, but as we came to Iowa, we fell in love with Iowa. Um, actually, that's how we ended up meeting Jeff. We were uh, exploring the idea of planning in Des Moines. But um, God did not move in that direction. And so shortly after that, I met Eric. And uh, now we're in Kansas City in the very early stages of planning a church, uh, a CMA, Alliance Church, in Kansas City. Eric, what scriptures have been foundational to you as you think about planning this church? Because this is a big deal. I mean, you're just, this church is like 70 years old, our church, like 70 years old. There's a few people that have been around almost from the beginning, actually. But you guys are just on the front end of starting one. Yeah. What scriptures are you yeah. impacted? You, you know, one of the scriptures that really impacted me, even as a, a young missionary, uh, was that um, God has called us to, to commit our ways to the Lord, and he, he will make our paths. He will determine our steps. He will make our, our steps fruitful. He will uh, guide our steps. And he's going to open up doors that we can never open. And so this whole faith journey is, is all about what do we really believe? What are we going to put? Um, our, our, are we going to put our money where our mouth is? All right? As far as me being a believer... Um, do I really believe that God is, is, is calling um, me and my family uh, to live for him and to live through him? And so what does that look like uh, as, as we do believe that God is calling us and he's leading us? And so I, I just realized that uh, with, with our lives, we have to uh, be able to commit our ways to him, that we have to be able to trust him and to show him that we trust him by really giving him everything. And, and when we do that, he's going to open up doors a little bit slower than what we'd, what we'd want, or, or sometimes he opens up doors faster than what we want actually too. Um, and so I really, I really feel like just God's spirit really leading us and really, really dictating what he wants us to do and being, being able to, being able to obey that and to see how, uh, the blessing flows from knowing him, from spending time with him, from listening to him and really being able to see the fruit, uh, that has happened, uh, because of, uh, because of what he's calling uh, our family to do. How about you, Jason? Any scriptures? Yeah, there's a, so we have the Great Commission, go and make disciples, uh, baptize them. And as we, we think about that as the call of every believer is to go and make disciples and baptize. Um, we've seen historically, not, not just in the alliance, but across all denominations, is that one of the best ways to do that is through church planning. Um, uh, one statistic I heard said that, uh, you know, a, a church that's, I believe, over 20 years old, it's usually about 200 believers to reach one person, where a church plan is 20 people to reach one person. Um, you see a lot of uh, new converts typically in a church plant. Um, so that's what we want to do is we want to see lost people found. We want to see uh, spiritually dead people come to life. And so that's partly why God is sending us to Kansas City is to be a part of that, uh, to fulfill that great commission and to reach lost people to go, actually to go and make disciples and then baptize them. When you think of baptism, it's not just a decision to follow Jesus, but it's a baptism into a community of believers. So, so Eric, you were at Christ Community Church for seven years, a big church, maybe comfortable for some of the staff, right? There's just a lot of people, a lot going on. Yeah. How did God call you to plant a church? Yeah, that's great. Well, for, for me and my wife, I have to give you a little, bit, a little bit of a backstory. I met my wife at Christ Community. We met about seven, eight years ago. And I don't know if anyone has a story like this, but when you, when you, when you met your spouse, maybe part of you guys thought to yourself, we would never get married. 
Anyone, anyone ever have that? So with my wife, I met her and we realized that um, we were opposite. I was a, a freelancer. I was, I was free with the wind. I was able to go wherever God was going to call me to go. And Terry is a, uh, she's from Fremont near Omaha, Nebraska. Um, and so her idea of moving would be uh, moving to another house within the city limits. Um, but uh, through our relationship, through getting to know one another, uh, having a great bond, uh, we, we fell in love. And so the reason why um, we feel called, uh, to, uh, to church planning, uh, was just, just God is going to do some, he's going to orchestrate things that are outside of our own wills that are outside of, 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 of what we think we can do. And so, um, for the past two years, we've really wrestled, um, with what God would have for us next. Uh, and so, what that looks like was um, a couple opportunities uh, that got open doors for, he closed them. Um, and luckily, the, the next door that was open, I really feel like he was, he was giving us opportunity uh, to really soften my wife's heart. So once Kansas City opened up, it made sense through our circumstances, through other people, through the, through the Holy Spirit, and through, through, through scriptures. It was really clear that God wanted us there. But God had to prepare uh, my wife's heart and prepare my heart uh, for, for what church planning looked like. Because we never we would have never imagined us doing this. Uh, but it, it, it was probably about a year and a half process of us really hearing from um, the Holy Spirit, hearing from scripture, and, uh, and just other people and, and just, just in general of how God kind of softened those things. So what are some of the preparations that our district staff or maybe of the Alliance in general, what kind of preparations have they put you guys through to be able to go? I'm, like the question that comes to my mind is what qualifies you to just go out and plant a church? But then I think, I know you've probably been through some stuff. What now? So if any of us wanted to go and be a part of a church plant where we are one of the principals like you guys are, what would we have to go through? Well, there's, I'll let you answer the second part. Uh, the first part is this, real quick. Uh, ironically enough, we have to do an, a, an assessment uh, in Cleveland. Uh, and so every church planner does that for the CMA. We still haven't done our assessment. And so we're really moving by faith. So we're doing our assessment in September. Uh, but I'll let Jason kind of explain the, the, the assessment part of it. So there's an assessment you go to, Jeff. But you uh, haven't been to it yet. I have been to the assessment. Oh, you have? I've been to the assessment, yes. And so part of that is is uh, they're looking for uh, wiring, sort of how people are made up, um, different aspects of church planning. Uh, one of the benefits we have is that we plant in pairs. We're part of the City Light family, which is a, an alliance. Um, we're in the alliance, but we're kind of a family within the family uh, of City Light churches. And... Um, yeah, so we, we've kind of partnered with them. They, they plant in pairs. And so uh, just in those conversations, there's been a lot of praying. Uh, I've gone through the assessments, uh, but Eric is getting ready to do those. And just the preparation of that and seeing how we, you know, Eric's extroverted, I'm introverted. Um, Eric uh, loves, loves, loves to have meetings with people all day. I like to read books, right? So it's like... Some of that uh, dynamic is sort of played out as our assessment as a, as a team. What if he fails the assessment? <laughs> what, what do you got going on up here, Jeff? And, and the... But, I mean, if, he, if they come back and say, oh, yeah, no, this isn't this yeah, never going to work. We, we've actually thought about that. And some of the guys who have led the assessment, they know uh, Eric and Terry. And one of the things they're looking for is, you know, uh, does this person have the character and um, before I even met Eric or Terry, uh, that was one of the things that 
what people would tell him. Like, I don't, I don't know. I haven't really seen the guy do this or I haven't seen him do that, but his character, his reputation is top notch. And so that was sort of something that had already come out before I even met Eric was he had a reputation in Omaha uh, for being a godly guy, passionately following Jesus. And so um, as we kind of say, God, uh, God uh, equips the called. So we feel God's called us into this. This has been sort of a, um, a flippant decision for us to partner together. There's been a lot of people speaking into this who, uh, who've known Eric way longer than I have. So you mentioned City Light. So uh, I heard for a year or two, maybe longer, City Light, City Light. I didn't understand it. So I guarantee you there's most of the people out here. What is City? I mean, we're in the Alliance. We're not in City Light. So what is City Light? Explain it. Give us a, a short primer on it. I'll do that one. So I would say City Light is um, sort of a, I would call it a church planning movement within the Alliance. Well, where did it start? Let's start so, at the beginning. Um, there was a guy at Christ Community, Gavin Johnson. He was the uh, college pastor there. Uh, felt a call to plant. So Christ Community sent him out to plant there in Omaha. Um, and then shortly before they really got going, he had an assistant named Chris. And he was like, well, I don't want to do this with me as the boss. And Chris he said, let's just be a team. E- equal pay, equal benefits. Um, now they delegated different roles as far as different lanes they would operate in as they, you know, continued to lead the church. But through there, they've been really committed to church planning. And so shortly after that, I would say a year or two in, uh, during a prayer meeting, they felt like God saying, hey, let's plant a church like three miles down the road. And so when they did that, they were very open-handed with that, with the guys that did that. They said, hey, ask anybody you want. I mean, staff, um, people who are regulars, elders, anybody, anybody can go with you. We'll bless you guys. So they did that three miles down the road, they planted, then they planted again in council bluffs, same mentality, very open-handed. They had people leave each time, every time they've planted, they've had people leave to go be a part of that church. Uh, they did the same thing for us. So, uh, we, uh, I, I preached there. They talked about how there's, there's a city like Kansas city. If anybody wants to go, which is a big ask, but we have people leaving, moving Omaha to be a part of uh, what we're doing in Kansas City. They've been very open-handed with that. Uh, high collaborative leadership, so there's always pairs that we plant in. Uh, we do a thing called city groups. Sort of our model for church would be to gather on Sunday, scatter throughout the week, and then the scattering, which would be city groups. For City Light, we have city groups. Uh, those are also uh, collaboratively led, so there's always two people that lead those as well. That's a little bit of our, sort of our... Uh, I would say values, mission, sort of our uh, philosophy of ministry. So in each of the city like churches, there are co-pastors. Yeah, yeah, and and each time that city light churches would plant, they're already thinking about planting pregnant, uh, essentially. So there are so we're already looking at praying. Where is our next church plant going to happen at in Kansas City? Um, that, that's what other churches are doing as yeah, well. Yeah. So one of the things we've done, or all the city light churches have done, is pretty much from day one, there is a part of the budget that is already going towards church planning. So they're setting aside money for the next plant because that's the expectation that we will go to Kansas City and we'll already begin to think, all right, who, who are you raising up? Who's the spirit calling out? Like how the spirit set apart Paul and Barnabas 
to send them out for a new work. So that will, that's what we'll be praying as well is when we get to Kansas City, you know, Spirit, who are you raising up to go to a different part of the city so we can send them out with that same open-handed generosity? Uh, we want to bless you financially to do that. Ask anybody here to go with you. Everybody's fair game. Ask anybody. And it won't be any hard feelings because uh, we want to see people committed to the mission to go and reach uh, new places of the city where there's lost people. So they started, what did you say, five years ago, City Light? Yeah, and I think there's seven churches now. So it's exciting that the City Light would, would kind of uh, transfer themselves down into Kansas City if we were to a- a- be able to see that kind of growth and multiplication that would be really effective in reaching more people in Kansas City. Right. So you said like three miles down the road. There's a lot of people, right, between them and three miles down the road, a little bit different than three miles down the road here where there's not as many people. So in a metro area, you can do that quickly, and, but you have to have that commitment, right, to the philosophy of that. So what are some of the challenges that you guys have faced or are facing as you, as, well, you, not as you go, you're already there, yeah. but as you've just gotten there, when's the first Sunday? When's the first group meeting? What's happening now? What kind of ministry is happening now? And what kind of a core group do you have? Yeah, so right now, um, our first core team gathering at a church location, and we're still getting our church location right now. We're actually look meeting on Monday, tomorrow uh, morning, uh, to figure out if this is a place, the, the current location that we're looking at, if that's what we want to meet at. Uh, but right now, we, we do have one city group that's meeting, and we're going to multiply that to three city groups on Mondays. And then uh, we'll multiply that uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday uh, throughout the city of Kansas City. And um, we're also going to be um, looking at, as soon as we find the church building, we're going to be meeting October 7th is our first core team meeting. And we, have a, we want to have a core team of about 75 people. And ironically enough, I think sometimes people want to wait to see your church building. They want to see where they're going to be meeting at. Is this thing going to really happen? Uh, and so there are, there are a handful of people that are waiting to see where we're meeting at. Uh, and so I think that uh, ideally we'd like to have 75 to 100 core team of uh, people um, by October. And that's like two months away. So right now, I'd say we have, with, with, with kids, we have about 60 uh, adults and kids. Uh, and so, again, those people that are kind of waiting uh, on the outskirts, uh, uh, they should be um, joining us soon. And then we actually will open our doors for public launch January 20th. Um, that's the same day that the AFC NFC Championship game will be going on. So hopefully the Chiefs will be playing that day as well. <laughs> and another thing we're, we're facing right now, too, is um, just a spiritual warfare that we've entered into, which I, I've been a little bit surprised by, um, is that uh, it is real. You know, trying to do something like this um, in our own power is, is not, uh, it's, it just doesn't happen in our own power. So uh, we, we've faced um, just, some, just some differences, challenges in our marriages, kids getting sick, um, yeah, all kinds of stuff like that. It's, it's been a definite challenge as we're, we're getting closer and closer. We, we feel that. Yeah, I would say uh, Terry and I have been married for four years. And the past probably two months, we've probably been attacked more uh, in those two months than we have the four years that we've been married. You know? So just a lot of um, – some of that is obviously in, in moving – uh, but just unheard of things that have never happened to our family before with, with medical sickness, things happening to our house as we're trying to sell it, um, and even just attacks even with, 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 with Terry and I. Um, but, um, but we know that there's a, there's a reason why this is happening, and we're going to stay the course, and we're going we're to allow the Holy Spirit to lead. 
Well, sometimes we downplay spiritual warfare just because we maybe here, especially in, in, in the Western culture, we don't see it right right out in front of us and we downplay it. But if something, if, if God is doing something with a group of people, and if God is preparing you guys to really make a difference and multiply disciples, then, you know, Satan, while he may not come himself, he may deploy troops and say, you know what, there's a situation over here, these two guys, let's just nip that in the bud right now. Let's cut that off before it gets started. And I think that's true for churches and ministries. I think it's true for, for believers, for families, that when you start stepping out and doing something for God, it's easy for Satan to say, hey, let's nip that in the bud. Let's cut that off now before it gets going. And uh, so prayer, prayer and dependence on the Holy Spirit is what you guys have talked a lot about. So what have you already learned about church planning just this far into it? <laughs> Yeah, it's. Uh, I can see why not a lot of people church plant. It's not. It's not necessarily easy. It's not the easiest thing. Uh, but um, what I've learned is really a dependence on the Holy Spirit. I've, I've learned that nothing. There's no reason for me to wake up and try to do things on my own. Um, really being empowered by the Holy Spirit, listening to the voice of God, uh, and really obeying. Uh, and, and, and also spending time in God's word uh, more deliberately. Um, I think there's a dependence right now that we have that's, that I don't ever want to um, walk away from. Uh, sometimes it's easy for us to be comfortable uh, in our whatever church setting or whatever job that you guys may have or that we have. Um, it's, just, it's, it's, it's a great place to be able to, to have to depend on the spirit. And so that's, one of, that's the biggest thing I've learned. Yeah. And I would echo that as well. Is that one of the things I've learned is, is that um, we can do all the right things and, and think maybe that there is a secret model or, man, if we just, if we have this uh, kind of style of church, that it, none of that is, is true. It's complete dependence on the Spirit. If the Spirit doesn't move, then, then nothing's going to happen. It is completely dependent on Him. Have you met with any other pastors or church leaders yet? Have you had that opportunity? In Kansas City? Yeah. 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 We've, um, I, I, I've only been there for a week and I was in New York this past weekend, but, but yeah, we, we've, we've actually, uh, met with some pastors from the SBC Southern Baptist Convention because there's no Christian Missionary Alliance Church, um, pastors there. Uh, actually Corey, uh, I don't know his last name. He used to preach here. Pastor Corey. Yes. Pa- Stout. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Pastor Corey. We, we were actually at his church doing an interest meeting in July. Um, and so he says hello to everyone. If, if you remember him. Um, yeah, and we, so part of our process, too, as we've been going down there every week, is we've been meeting with uh, potential core team members, but we've also been meeting with other pastors, uh, spiritual leaders in the city, uh, just kind of connecting with them, uh, inviting them into what we're doing, asking their advice, um, having them pray for us. So uh, we want to go in there with, with not a, hey, you know what, we're, we're here to do church right, finally. That's not our attitude at all. But to say, hey, we, we know you guys are doing some good work already. How can we, how can we support you guys? Um, how can we come alongside? How can we see uh, kingdom unity here to, to advance the gospel? So that's been really good. So if one of those pastors came to you and said, you know, we've got a lot of church. There's some big churches in Kansas City. There's some good ministries there. We've got a lot of churches. Why don't you go somewhere that's darker? Why don't you go somewhere that, that do we really need another church in Kansas City? What's your answer? Well, I, I would say one is it takes, uh, I think it was Rick Warren that said it takes all kinds of churches to reach all kinds of people. Um, and there are definitely, uh, there are quite a few churches in Kansas City, but uh, there's a whole lot of lost people. Uh, more lost people than the current churches could probably accommodate. 
And so there's always need. And actually, when a church plant comes into a community, especially if the church plant does well and it's healthy, it tends to, uh, in a good way, it tends to raise the bar a bit of the churches in that area. And so especially if there's collaboration and communication with each other, um, where they go, oh, wow, we didn't think of doing it that way. That, that makes a lot of sense. Or, man, we see your guys' heart for prayer and dependency, man. We want some of that. So it, it actually ends up making everybody better is what we've seen. Yeah, and, and actually the church we're looking at is right next to a mega church that's, uh, that's in the heart of Kansas City. Uh, but part of it is we feel like it's a central location. Uh, part of it feels like, um, you know, Kansas City is really big. And so we want to be, be in a location where people can come from any, any, any direction or any different city. There's like eight small different cities that are in, inside of Kansas City um, or in the peripheral. Um, so. so as you guys have talked about this church, what is going to be different about this church than all of those Southern Baptist churches that are there or evangelical free churches or whatever? How, what's going to be unique about, uh, about city like Kansas City? Yeah, I, I know one of the things that we can talk through with this is I feel like uh, with all the churches is we're very high uh, celebration. Uh, we really want to encourage people, encourage pastors. Uh, they take chances on, on leaders. And so we want to be able to just affirm new leaders and be able to see uh, something inside of someone that can really grow them uh, into being a great pastor. Uh, and also um, with city groups, uh, we really feel like city groups are really important. It's, a, it's like a small group or a journey group that you guys might have here. Uh, but we really look at that as a way to, uh, to, to really build community, to really be able to go out into uh, the city and really bless uh, and serve serve the area around them, and uh, we also we also really believe that we want to make much of Jesus. We want to multiply disciples, and we want to multiply churches. And the only way to really do that is to really preach God's is to preach the gospel. Uh, and so we want to be a people that that love their neighbors, that 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 love the church, that love making disciples. I think that's one of the key ingredients as far as with city like Kansas City. And I must say another thing that would be unique for us is as a guy who did not grow up in the Alliance and then uh, was loved well by the Alliance. I mean, that is something that we would be unique in the fact that not just in Kansas City, but in the whole state, is that there is not that Acts 1A Christ-centered family uh, that I think most of us have benefited from um, and being part of the Alliance. So, I mean, to be a part of a family like this and to not have a presence in Kansas City um, that definitely sets us apart. Okay, so what can we as a church family, how can we encourage you guys? How can we be collaborative with you guys, to partner with what you're doing, maybe even partner with the whole City Light family of churches? And so they're putting one in Kansas City. Maybe one's going to end up going in Des Moines, right? At, sooner or later. They just have to be the, what, the right people with the right passion for the right place, is what right. you guys say. Right. Uh, so what, but what could we do as a family of believers to help this church plant in Kansas City? Well, I know we've, we've said this over and over again, but it really, honestly, it starts with prayer. Um, and, and just as you guys pray, pray specifically uh, just that, that we're able to, to be leaders that are, that are humble, uh, that are hungry, uh, but that also that God would open up uh, doors and, and opportunity uh, to really connect with um, people that are lost, uh, people that he's drawing 
um, to himself. We want to be able to be the recipients of being able to build relationship with with, with the people that need to know Jesus the most, uh, and also be praying again, just even for healthy leaders. Um, le- leadership is key, and so we want to be praying that 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 we're able to be healthy leaders ourselves, that our families we can lead our families well, because uh, the most important thing is our relationship with God, our relationship with our families, and then ministry would be third. Uh, so we definitely want to have the right priorities. Um, in, in, ha- in what we're leading and how we're leading. Uh, another thing I would say, too, is uh, I'm sure anybody know anybody in Kansas City area, metro area, a few of you? Yeah, so quite a few people. One of the things you can do is just connect them to us. Uh, if you're on social media, connect them there. We have a, a Facebook page, an Instagram account. Uh, connect us there. Connect us to them personally. If you wanted to give us their contact information, we could reach out to them. Um, it's just people. Uh, so one of the things we do every day at 10.02 is we pray that God would send laborers into the harvest. And so that's something we do I mean, almost every day. So our phones go off at 10.02. So maybe there's a, a laborer that you know that God wants to send our way to be part of this harvest. Uh, another thing, too, is just provision. Uh, financially, we need support as well as we start this off. Um, it takes a little bit for a church plant to get off the ground, uh, especially for a church plant that is paying two pastors, not just one. And so, um, you know, if you, if you want to sow into that, that'd be a blessing as well. And what kind of, where do they find you on social media? Uh, you can go to City Light Kansas City is on Facebook. And then I think that's the same for our Instagram account as well. City Light Kansas City. Okay. Okay, he's got a parting shot to our folks. Uh, well, just thank you guys so much for having us here. And, and we would ask that you guys continue to um, not just think about what God is uh, calling us to do and how you guys can partner with that, but what God's calling you guys to do here in your own local community uh, to actually take those faith-filled risks and and to live on mission uh, to see Jesus made much of wherever you are. Okay. Hey, I'm going to pray for you guys. First service, I stood next to you, so this time I'm going to stand next to you. Would you join me in prayer for these guys? Father, I thank you for Eric and for Jason Lord, I thank you for what you've done in their lives. You brought them to, to this point in their lives, in their families, in their relationships. You brought them to this point uh, in, their, uh, in their calling, in their career, God. They've, they've joined together now as partners, as colleagues in ministry. And God, we pray that your spirit would uh, gift them and fill them and empower them and use them, Lord. And that you would bring along a team of people that would uh, join them in this vision and mission that they have to reach people in Kansas City, and particularly to use uh, their city group models and the, and the City Light uh, DNA and philosophy of ministry. God, this is, this is different. This is coming from uh, 30-something leaders, not from 50-something leaders, and, and they view church differently. And Lord, I pray that, uh, as they said, when a, when a new church plant comes in, if it's healthy, it could raise the level of all the other churches, and I pray that it would do that. But God, most of all, we, we just pray that you would bless them and use them. And as they go out from here, Lord, it's the same for us. Our trust is in you. Uh, you're our only hope, and uh, you're the one on whom we depend and in whom we depend. So, Lord, we depend on you to bless these guys, their wives, Lord, uh, their kids, Uh, Would you bless them? God, I pray for their wives that they would have uh, a very strong and loving friendship and relationship. So thank you for these guys, and we pray your blessing on them in Jesus' name. Amen.